You're now tuned in to the One Shot Podcast hosted by Vincent and John. This show contains movie spoilers, R-rated content, and Hollywood's hottest takes on movies old and new. Listen at your own risk. Welcome back to the One Shot Movie Podcast. I'm your host, Vincent. And I'm Johnny. Welcome back to the show. It's, uh, I don't know, it's been a good week. It has. Uh, and we have a really good movie and uh, two <laughs> um, guests today. I Okay. We have an interesting movie. We have an interesting Sorry. movie. That's what I was going to say. <laughs> I was going to say it's an interesting movie. And we have two two good guests, um, two of my coworkers, and uh, they one of them loves this movie, one of them hates it. So introduce yourself, guys. My name is Jason Cruz. I am a current co-worker of uh, this young man, Vinny, <laughs> and I'm meeting Johnny for the first time. Nice to meet you as well. Um, yeah, I mean, let's get into it, right? I mean, just a fan of the movie. Obviously, uh, you can see the two of us are conspicuously dressed opposite today, <laughs> which is probably a good metaphor for the episode going forward. Yeah. Pretty much. Justin? Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I don't want to be here, but uh, my name's Justin. And no, also... it's not that you don't want to be here. You don't want to do the movie. Wait, we're doing what? Nope. No. Oh, this is Vanilla Sky. This is Vanilla Sky. Oh, fuck. <laughs> um. Yeah. I don't know. All all summer, these these two have been going back and forth uh, against this movie, like just back and forth. Justin hates it. Jason loves it. Um, and, and it's literally just been an ongoing joke all summer when I was working. It was so funny. But uh, as you don't, as you can tell, we're doing Vanilla Sky. Uh, it came out in 2001. You know, it came out December 10th, 2001, with a runtime of two hours and 16 minutes. And the genre is a thriller slash romance. And the movie is rated R. Yeah. <laughs> I thought you were going to say something. I don't know. There's not really much else to say. This is... For me, I'm not a huge fan of this movie. This this is... <laughs> And, and, so I it's don't not, have a ton to say about it. The thing is, it's it's for some reason it's difficult. I it's like di- it was difficult to take notes on, difficult to to kind of because the thing is, it was difficult to take notes on because if you like looked away for one second, you miss something. Big. I know. I would agree. So like that's why I feel like this movie is one of those movies that you need to watch multiple times, similar to like Interstellar or Inception. Yeah, I feel like it's one of those kind of films. Where, I've never like, seen either of those actually. Both. I actually haven't seen Inception, <laughs> but Interstellar is one of those where, like, you blink and you miss, like, the entire story. Yeah. So I feel like this is kind of one of those movies where you just need to watch it a few times to fully understand it. And I'll, I've only seen this once now. So. Yeah, I watched it I watched it last night, and I was, I was very confused through majority of the movie, which I think it was meant to be that way. Yeah, I, I, was, I felt the same. But also it was like... I was trying to take notes, and I don't want to pause, take notes, pause, take notes, because like I usually do it while I'm watching mm-hmm. it. I I didn't take notes during the entire movie because yeah, I, I need to I was, just keep watching. Exactly. I was so confused. But yeah, I was curious. I was very confused. I'm curious if you, if like either of you actually like understood the whole movie. Like, did you like get the whole plot? Like, yeah. We were talking outside. And yeah. You seemed pretty confused with the movie. So I no, I I understood it. I but. think I understand it. Well, I I got it at the end, of course. Well, yeah, that's yeah, how they, that's they how I understood it. it. So, what what is the plot? Can you read it for us? So, we have a plot written down here, but it doesn't nearly do it justice because no. it's it's a little bit of uh, a mind fuck of of a movie. It really is. So, so the plot for this movie is Vanilla Sky, the story of a young New York city, uh, young New York City publishing magnate, who finds himself on an unexpected roller coaster ride of romance, comedy, suspicion, love, sex, and dreams. In a mind-bending search for his soul. I yeah. like that doesn't say anything about this actual movie. No. 
No. Like, okay, they have Roller Coaster, which, okay, this movie's all over the place. Yeah, this movie is, like, but all over the I place. I feel like it doesn't tell anything about the actual story. Yeah, it... Even the the trailer. So I was I was telling my roommate about it, mm-hmm. and he watched the trailer and he was like, "Okay, it looks like he it kind of looks good ish in the trailer." But like what I told him happens in the movie because like he wasn't gonna watch it. Yeah. So what I told him goes on in the movie. He was like, "Very very different." Which I mean, of course they do that in trailers yeah, and exactly. everything. But well, nowadays they tell you everything that's gonna happen in the movie yeah. in the trailer so. most of the time. Unless it's Marvel, but yeah. figured we bring it up now because it's coming. It's coming up in the cast list. So yeah, that is true. So Jay, let's get into it. What? Okay. So what? What did you think of this plot? Right off the plot. Right off the bat. I mean, just you guys. This is the movie podcast, is it not? So I mean, right yes, off the is. bat, let's let's dive into it. Right off the bat, what did you two think of the the opening and no opening credits, which is usually unusual for a movie? I thought it was. Very confusing. The actual opening. Yeah. Now I'm not talking about the actual scene. I'm just talking about the 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 concept of no opening credits, no build up. Just I, I like it. that. I do like no opening credits sometimes. Yeah. Because it just kind of you you're right into it. Like they did it with uh, Multiverse of Madness. They did it with Endgame. Like where they showed you know something happened first and then they roll the opening credits. But I know what you're saying. Like there was nothing until the Cold end of the open, movie. Almost. Yeah. Right. Right. Right, uh-huh. um, I I did really enjoy it. I thought I thought it was good because it just kind of puts you right into the movie, yeah, and I, yeah. I I do like that. And I feel like it gets your attention, and then it like keeps it because you need yeah. to keep watching to understand what's going on. So I think that they that was a really good job by the yeah. director. You need a provocative, sexy opening, and I think you got that in the yeah. first. I mean, you, know, you really minutes. did. <laughs> you really did. Cameron Diaz can't I mean, go wrong with yeah. that. But it was it was Cameron Diaz with Penelope Cruz's voice waking him up, wasn't it? Or was it? Oh, fuck you. See, you have to, you have to you. understand something. The three of you are coming from this angle with this movie, having the perspective of just seeing it for the first time. I am kind of I lived it. it. I saw it when it came out. <laughs> it was in the theater when it came out, right? And if you had, if I had to put a number, I'd say at least a dozen times that I've seen it. So Really? Really? At, at Damn. Least. So... You know, uh, like anyone's favorite movie, right? You're gonna see it when if it's on TV. It's just something you're gonna pop on. But funny thing is, I've never seen this on TV. <laughs> it's always. I'm on not TV. even kidding. I've never it's seen it on, on TV. You gotta look for it. Trust me. Uh, but I will say that it does. You know, having seen it a few more times than just the once, you do get a different perspective. Just like any Tarantino movie. You're gonna have a high rewatchability. Right. So for me, at least, I can't speak for anyone else, but for me. High rewatchability. You're always. Ca- I'm always catching things that I maybe didn't see firsthand. Yeah, or... I could totally understand that because there's right. so much going on. I feel like <clears throat> you can't notice everything on the first watch. Oh like, yeah, it's one of those films. Like I said, you need to rewatch a lot to fully understand everything. I did notice totally one thing, sense. but I, I want to get into that later. Mm-hmm. Um, but so, Justin, I, I want to hear your take on this because you you say you hate this movie. You say it's not good. Get off your damn phone before I shove it up your ass. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, fucking so, research, man. Uh, you were supposed to do that last night. <laughs> I know, I know. Perfect timing. <laughs> no, but so talking, I want to I want to hear your reasoning behind this. What the whole movie? Like why why you don't like movie? why you don't like it so much? Uh, I mean, I think Jason obviously has some you know history with this movie that is kind of swaying his opinion to you know like it more than the <laughs> average person. I think uh, <laughs> <laughs> so. Pretty much, you're just calling him old. 
I mean, it's that's what I. That's how I. I think it. the average person doesn't cry Yikes. every time they watch this movie. They don't know? what? He he cries every time he watches well, the movie. Well, talk um, about burying the lead here. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I I don't think I could cry watching this movie yeah, just because I, I was so either. so fucking confused <laughs> so, for for okay. literally an hour and. F- 45 minutes of the movie and then the last 15 I actually like, understood oh, it yeah okay, it's yeah. like oh that makes sense yeah <laughs> first much. of all no don't cry every time no, <laughs> okay that's that's a lie second <laughs> that's, that's not a lie, a lie. <laughs> that is not a lie <laughs> third just, of all <laughs> you're gonna you're gonna deny that there aren't at least some sad parts right. in the movie I guess I'll take a break from coffee now because <laughs> I no way that practically just spilled it on myself just... but you're still not answering the question do you at least admit that there are at least some sad parts in the movie I, the, the ending is a little sad still but... didn't answer the question yes or no I, I think there are I, I, I think yes. there are a couple yes okay yes. so then okay Okay, so then the next layer of that would be watch it, maybe watch it at least one more time so that you can fully grasp what's really going on, decision making, you know, important choices that are made in life versus, you know, how his life could have swayed elsewise had he not gotten in the car. Right, exactly. So, Mm -hmm. I mean, when you see that and then you sort of take all that in, maybe you have a different perspective. Maybe you just hate the movie as much as Justin did and can't even see that. See, yeah. the thing is, I don't hate it. I just was very confused, but at the end, I understood it. So if I were to rewatch it, understanding it again, I think I would like it a little bit better. So, but what was confusing? Because I know when I walked out of the theater that day, I was very confused as well. Oh, I was so fucking confused. And, yeah. Are you, like, because it picks up, you know... It starts with uh, him and Cameron Diaz in bed. Then he leaves to go to work. He's driving through New York. New York's empty. Yeah, that at first I, I was like, "What I, the fuck?" I was like, "What is this? Like a a zombie?" Like right. Uh, I was very confused. Like I post apocalyptic kind of yeah. film because I didn't even know what it was about when I I had no idea. Either. I was like, All right, I was, I was going guy. in blind. I just knew these yeah. two were talking about it all summer. Exactly. So I'm like, okay, like where is this going? And so you see him just driving aimlessly when yeah. in a car that clearly wasn't his. Yeah. So it was clearly in his mind. Obviously, they show that after the fact. But I was just confused. Like, why start with that? Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then so. and but then you, he wakes right, so and then you he were, wakes up from his dream. Well, there you go. You just asked and answered your own question. Of course, it was but, a dream. That's all. And then, but then, like, it just keeps on going because then after that, it cuts to him. Like, there's there's the cut of him talking to. Kurt Russell in the jail cell and I'm like what the fuck yeah. is going on <laughs> yeah. I'm like how did he just randomly get accused for murder also why the fuck is he wearing a silicone face that, that was and then, one like, of my things too and I then, was confused yeah, and, and, then Kurt Russell, those... and then Kurt Russell's like oh yeah your face got fucked up and then and then but we, we haven't even and then, gotten there and then yet. like half hour into the movie we see the car crash yeah so it was just I think it was all over the place but I th- but it made the movie work at the end yeah I mean well yeah that makes sense but I just feel like the pacing with this movie was wrong because they explained things at the wrong time right like they like you just said they showed him in the jail cell and him with the mask on in the beginning and you're kind of just sitting there like what the fuck's going on yeah I feel like they could have waited at least till car crash to show that yeah, so like instead of can, doing it beforehand, because you know you could tell if if after the car crash he's in a jail cell, you know maybe he got okay, you can make mentally fucked up, where he actually did murder somebody. Yeah, I mean, and you do kind of progressively see that with his face being fucked up, he mm-hmm. starts to get angry, he starts to get pissed off because of all the drugs, you know, all that stuff. So, so the timing is what threw you off. There. I, I think so. I think that and like the placement of certain scenes. And so you've never seen a Tarantino <clears throat> movie? No, I have. So, have, I mean, 
Pulp Fiction alone, I mean, the, the timeline is taken all out of context throughout the whole movie. You're not yeah. seeing it. It's not linear. For but example. also, so is Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. But and you you explained that to me like. I didn't like that at first, but you explained it to me why it was like that. And and looking back at it, yes, it was very, it was it was good. But I don't know for this movie, it it was just, it was weird. It weird, was just but weird. like, how, that's like, how, what what was weird about it? So it sounds like you're, you can't get past the whole out of like the time, how it you didn't like the way it was timelined. Just watching because, it in the moment made it confusing. Yeah, like, that that's the thing, like. The timing thing, that's that that's like that's very big in movies. Like yes, Quentin Tarantino. I know what you're saying with that. He's a great, you know, great director and everything. But for this one, it was just I don't know. It was just all, a little too all over the place. That's how I feel. And like, I'm sitting here watching a two-hour movie, and I'm confused for an hour and fifty minutes. Like I get like, the story. What the hell? I, that's crazy to me. I mean, it was. Pr- I thought. I mean, for the most part, it was pretty straightforward. What was going on? What confused how, you? How is it straightforward? Did you understand? I mean, it, yes, I understood the end. You asked me this yeah. already. No, not the ending, because it sounds like you're more confused on what was going on in the beginning and the middle. To, no, well, to, I I get it. So so the beginning was practically, you know, I guess his real life, and then when he fell asleep on the sidewalk. Is when, you know, the, we get the that whole life. change, yeah. Mm-hmm. But still, you, you, I feel like maybe after he fell asleep on the sidewalk, maybe that's when they go to the jail scene or something like that. But I, it was just like I feel like the placement of of certain scenes and certain things were just all out of out of place. I really do. I'm not saying this movie is terrible because it's not. I did enjoy it. But I was confused the pretty much the whole movie. Yeah. So I'm I'm with you there. I just feel like some certain scenes, like maybe two or three scenes that were crucial to the story. Yeah. Needed to be like put his in. birthday party was was very big. Yeah. Um. But yeah, continue. Sorry. I feel like just certain ones needed to be moved and put yeah. in different spots. Well, especially like the but first I did jail scene it, with with Kurt Russell. Yeah. I, I was think. Like, how I did think, we get there? Right. You know. But obviously, it explains it at the end, so I understand it now after watching it. But like. In the moment, I mean, you're confused as, as anything. Yeah, and I mean, I guess it drives the story forward, too, because it's like, oh, how did he get here? Like, what yeah. happened? Like, what happened to his face? You know, how did he end up in jail? There's but, just so many questions. Right, and then he just goes back talking like like normal, and then it flashbacks to him, like, working normally and doing all this stuff, and it's like, yeah, what? It's like, what the fuck is going on? But you don't appreciate, like, that sort of... Sort of a uh, way of telling the story as opposed to the more traditional sense. I do. I I always do like movies that do that. Like like it's a prisoner or something telling the story, and then they flash back to that. But I think with this whole concept of cryo uh, cryogenically frozen, you know, stuff like that, prolonging life, I I think it was a little too confusing. What's confusing about it? Mm-hmm. You've never watched a science fiction movie before. I have. You're not. A, you're not a Star Wars fan. Okay. Right. Okay. No, that's not what I'm saying. So, like, so if it was just like if he actually committed a murder, or like they're actually trying to figure out if he murdered somebody or whatever, whatever, and then it's told, it's like, it's told through that perspective, and you know he's got the 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 silicone mask on, he's talking to Kurt Russell and everything like that. I think that would have been fine. But the way that it kind of flips and it just saying that 
all of it was lucid dreaming after he woke up on the sidewalk. Like, he was already frozen and it was all lucid dreaming. I just think that wasn't... It was very... like, And they also don't tell you about the cryogenically... Fr- well, I mean, they do when they first meet Penelope Cruz, but it's not like a big... You don't think it's a big thing. You literally think it's just some some little snippet thing that they just threw in there. Yeah. Yeah, they, it was, they were shown with purpose. Right. Yeah. But I just... Which I can appreciate, but yeah. it just needed to be, like, pointed out more. I, I think. Yeah, I think it needed to just be uh, repeated multiple times. Like, and yes, I know they did it. They did it the first time with Penelope Cruz at, at her apartment with on the TV with the dog. And then once his face is fucked up, he the dog's mm. on Conan... Yeah. And then the last time I think was at um, the the jail where he's banging on the glass trying to get Kurt Russell to come back, and that's pretty much the end of the movie. Like that, that's like the whole like last ten minutes of the movie. Yeah, they only show it three times, so it's like you don't think it's a huge part of the movie. Well, it's I mean it's not meant no, to be. No, it's the, a huge part of the movie. Well, no, it is, but it's not meant to be sort of the only thing that it's about. I mean, it's also about, you know, a guy who made bad decisions. It's also about a guy who thought he met someone that he was going to spend the rest of his life with, and he didn't. It's all about these things that sort of at one point in his life were going the right way, and then just one sort of bad decision sort of led to all of these other, you know, things that sort of just spiraled out of control for him. Before you know it, he's sort of borderline stalking her at the club and, you know, making sort of a mockery out of himself. Yeah. But all he, all he was trying to do was just try to recapture like that that sort of magic, if you want to call it that, like that they had that you know that first night. Right. But again, yes, like like you were mentioning, it, it had they made a bigger point to say, hey, there's going to be this thing where maybe you can you know freeze yourself for a hundred right. years. I mean, I mean, when you I get think, to the I point think... where it's more blatant like that, it sort of takes away from. That's true, and I wasn't really expecting that at the end. I was not I, at all. Like, I really could not have ever guessed that. I really don't think I could. Uh, about what? Like, the ending, like, him being cryogenically frozen, him killing himself and being yeah. frozen, and, like, I just, I don't think I could have ever guessed that. Yeah. Because it was so subtle throughout the entire movie. I mean, they mentioned the dog, but, like, but yeah, I don't know, you, you don't, don't think about it like right. that. You don't, don't think know, it's like, oh, yeah, Tom Cruise is going to kill himself and then get cryogenically frozen and have this whole other other life with, with glitches here and there and, yeah. you know, his Sophia turning into camp. I hated that. That scene was so fucking... <laughs> I hated that. Talk to, talk about it. Talk what, about the one it. where they were having sex? The one... Towards yeah, the okay, end. Okay, so towards the end yeah. where, like, it's... So, like, you see... Like, there's a glitch in the lucid dream, and, like, he goes to jail for, like, beating the shit out of Cameron Diaz, and then he gets out, you know, Brian's there, yada, 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 goes back, goes to Sophia's apartment, and it's all pictures of Cameron Diaz, it's all that, and then she just fucking kicks his ass. That was funny. And then, like, it was just, uh, it was very... But do you understand why that was happening? Like, why why he was seen... No, I was confused. Okay, well then, that's why I'm here, okay? Guy who's seen it over 12 times, right? So when they explained that the guy who met him in the coffee shop was yeah. his tech support, right? Mm-hmm. you know, he just thought that he was just some random guy trying to come on to him. But, you know, he was explaining to him, hey, you're having, we can see that you're having some problems with your, with your dream and all that. Right. We need to correct it. He never got it corrected. So the sub... 
you know, when you see, um, what's her name, Tilda Swinton at the end of the movie, explain yeah. how, you know, the subconscious can be a, you know, pretty crazy thing, a pretty strong thing for you, mm-hmm. that along with the problems that he's already having with the lucid dream, and then another layer of his feeling towards Sophia, all of that sort of came at a crescendo and it just exploded at that one at that one scene where you're talking about where he's having sex with Cameron D or uh, uh, Penelope Cruz and then it turns out it's going back and forth between her and Cameron Diaz. What's going on? As the viewer, you're just like, what is going on? This yeah. is crazy. Because she walks into the kitchen and then and then Penelope Cruz walks out. Walks out. And then they start having sex and then and then it turns back to Cameron Diaz. It was, yeah. That was his... What he purchased that that lucid dream, right? It, you know, they, and well, they, they, they did warn him. They did I, warn him that it was you know you could have some problems. Well, yeah, I understand that 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 aspect because they even said it. They said, yeah, unfortunately, you had a glitch in your system. It turned into a nightmare. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, and he's like, "What the hell happened?" Right, right. And then and then he's like, "I remember." Like he remembered yeah. everything. And he didn't kill exactly. He didn't kill either. Of them. Right. He didn't kill anybody. Exactly. That's what she said. actually did kill it. Cameron Diaz actually did kill herself to fuck up his face. Exactly. But in in at that exact moment when you're trying to figure out, did he kill Sophia? Did he kill this one? Yeah, yeah I was like, who was, the yeah, fuck? I, I was like, who did he kill? I was confused with that, too. Like, I didn't know. That's my biggest problem with the movie, though, right? Because, like, the whole movie, you're showing, since the beginning of the movie, you're showing these scenes with Kurt Russell, you know. Right. They're, the whole movie, they're just leading up to who did he kill, right? Like, yeah. You you start getting that, like, halfway like after, like, the scene where he's, you know, passed out or whatever. Like, you start, right. like, realizing, oh, shit, like, the whole reveal of this movie is, like, who did he kill? Right. They spent literally half the movie, like, in that dream sequence. You're trying to figure that out. And then the reveal at the end just, he didn't like, kill nobody. negates the entire, like, yeah. lead up to the whole movie and then just switches it into, like, this whole dream thing. So it's, like, you spend so much time on that part of the movie, like, to, to like, have it just go nowhere. It's just It was just such a disappointment. I was, yeah. like, just sitting there, like, oh, so, like, he didn't kill anyone. That, he killed himself. Yeah. Was, That's pretty much yeah. it. Well, you know, I think some movies, I mean, you had mentioned uh, Interstellar, mm-hmm. Inception, both yeah. two wildly, insanely uh, favorite movies of mine. Uh, one of the greatest, one of the great things about movies like that is that it gets you talking afterwards. Yeah, hey, exactly. wouldn't it be cool if dot dot dot? See, and then and then into the, the the conversation, right? Because I think that that's sort of some of the great things about not all movies, but certain movies like Inception, Interstellar. Hey, wouldn't it be cool if? And in this sense, wouldn't it be cool if you could, just for argument's sake and for the sake of this conversation. Pretend you never died and you just continued in an ageless state. And everything that is going on in your world is just, it's your doing and your happening. I mean, that's the sign of a movie, of a movie that keeps people talking, get the conversation going. Wouldn't it be cool if? That's enough, that's just one reason why I feel like the movie is such an intriguing movie for me. Well, I have to say, like, all this conversation that we had about this movie, and we actually never discussed that once. Like, you never brought up, like, oh. Well, I'm, because, because I'm trying because every time I'm trying to defend, you know, the movie the whole time because you guys keep no, attacking that's it. That's your why. big defense for the movie. But, like, at the end of the day, it's like, that was barely explored. It was explored in the last scene of the movie. So, yeah. like, you really didn't really think about that because the you didn't entire know time was... you're thinking about, like, did he murder someone? And then right. it yeah. switches to that at the end. So, they don't, they don't even really explore that world. So, you don't really... I don't know. For me, I didn't even really like. 
I have Glasses, a, here. You go. Here's I think a, a good segue. You want I just from knowing you, I know that one of your favorite movies is Knives Out, right? Oh, it's a great movie. Exactly, love that movie. So, when when you're watching that movie like that for the first time, you know, Murder on the Orient Express, all these like whodunit movies, the first time around, you're trying to sort of pin on could it be this person? Could it be that person? Right? Your, your brain is just so wrapped up in who could it be? Right. That you're sort of Maybe you are, but maybe you aren't. But maybe you're missing out on certain other parts of the movie when you're just fixated. I'm not saying that's what you're doing, but in a movie like that, that's what gets. That's what gets. Uh, excuse me. That's what gets done, right? So I feel like once you can get past that, you see the movie, you find out who the killer is, watch it a second time. Now it's sort of like a veil that's been lifted. Now you can sit back and enjoy the movie for for what it is. Maybe you pick up on parts that you may have missed before, and that's what I feel. Maybe you could benefit maybe all three you could benefit if you watch it sort of okay now you got past the weirdness i didn't understand this part this and that whatever read what you gotta read maybe watch it a second time maybe there's a different understanding that's all that, that it's possible yeah yeah no I, I i could agree with that i feel like definitely i could gain from watching it again yeah because then you have a different perspective you're not focused on okay like did he actually kill anybody? Right. Because right. you're like, you know what, you pretty you know much what know what happens. So yeah. now you can kind of pay attention more so to everything else. Yeah, I yeah. would agree. Just just a couple minutes I tried to rewatch it. Like, I did notice, like, some lines where I was like, oh, you know, I didn't pick up that the first time. Yeah, like, and then you pushed. A little bit of foreshadowing. Then, then you pushed out yeah, and yeah, didn't watch it. Yeah, of course. Well, that's, a, that's another so. great, that's, I mean, for me, one of the pluses is sort of the, the running dialogue that gets referenced throughout the movie. You know, Red Dress. Mm-hmm. Strappy yeah. shoes, you know, the saddest girl to hold a martini. Yeah. All those lines that get recycled throughout the movie. I mean, not that they're staples of the movie, but you sort of remember those scenes. Yeah. Right. You know? That's true. All right. Well, we've been on this topic for a little too long, so we're going to jump into the cast now yeah. of this movie. Uh, great cast. A lot of A list actors. A lot. Definitely. Um, we have Tom Cruise as da- David Ames, the main character. He's known for the Top Gun franchise, the Mission Impossible franchise. The Outsiders and Risky Business. Do you have any other movies to add I from mean, him? Does Tom Cruise really need an explanation? I mean, I mean no, I but <laughs> do you have any other movies? Uh, for him? Yeah. Uh, I mean, I always, I mean, it's easy to, to point at the sort of big blockbuster movies. Though. Right. I mean, I'm a big fan of the fran- uh, Mission Impossible franchises. They're great It's movies. easy to point and say, like, those are some of his, and they are. Right. But also, I also love movies like this, smaller roles, like, Vanilla Sky, or even his small his role in Tropic Thunder. It's such a small role, but oh it's... Oh, my God. He was in Tropic right, Thunder? Yes, he was oh, I the, can't re- the, you yeah. know, the Hollywood producer. These small oh, roles yeah. where he's just like getting Ma- back to... Magnolia. Magnolia, another great example, where <laughs> yeah. he's playing these smaller roles where he's just sort of getting back to his acting roots, not just the big, you know, the yeah. big ensemble cast and... Uh, Blockbuster, but oh no, God, I thought I forgot it, about Tropic Thunder. I thought it was a good, uh, a good, a good choice for a leading man for for this movie. I thought, I would yeah. Agree. I, you have to you have to understand because at the time can, it's 2001, I believe. This is so. like yeah, Tom is, Cruise's yeah. like peak popularity. Oh you know? yeah, so this was I think a great choice for their and, their guy. And like he's like sort of like he has that ability like Christian Bale does to just kind of like flip a switch Turn and just kind of mm-hmm. go fucking psycho and it's yeah. it's it's like it reminded really me weird so much sca- of him right in in american psycho yeah yeah it's like weird like these th- those two actors can just like flip a switch and they're they can play these mentally unstable crazy characters yeah it's really cool uh who do we got up next john up next is Penelope Cruz as Sophia and she's known for the pirates of the caribbean uh on stranger tides um, I don't know when that one came out. That I really one, don't. I don't know. I'm not a really big Pirates fan. 
I'm not a huge Pirates I don't know. Fan. I don't know if you guys are, I'm not, but not a huge it's one, not no. my thing. Um, she's also in Vicky, Christina, Barcelona, um, Zoolander 2, and Volver. I don't know. Not much I've really seen with her in. I think I've seen Zoolander 2. I don't know why I've seen Zoolander 2, but I think I have. I don't know. I never even... I hate those movies. Like, I really hate them. <laughs> I, I, think I, just, I think I just watched... I watched the second one before I watched the first one because, like, at the time, the second one was out, and I was, like, still in high school, and I was just bored, and I needed something to watch. Yeah. So I watched it, and it was so bad. Like, they're all so bad. Early 2000s movies, man. Yeah. You know? Zoolander no. 2 came out in, like, 2016, I think. Is this one of those oh, movies? Oh, part two, you mean? Yeah. Oh, okay. Zoolander yeah, yeah, yeah. 2, yeah. Yeah, I feel like Zoolander is, like, one of those movies, like, you watch in the back of the classroom <laughs> when yeah. you're just really bored. Yeah. And that's what I used to do, so... That's that's what I meant. Like I found yeah. Zoolander too, and I was like, just well, need something to watch to like, not pay attention. Yeah, in class. exactly. Yeah, I did that exact kind of thing in high school. Uh, Jay, who's up next? Well, I mean, first, uh, real side note before you we move on, but Tom Cruise and Penelope Cruz did end up getting together during the making of this movie. Oh, they did. And Tom really? Cruise was married. Oh, to oh, Nicole shit. Kidman, and there was at one point the only people that's who ugly. had knew about the divorce at the time because the divorce was agreed upon during the filming of this movie. So there was a good portion of the time where the only people in the entire world who knew that Tom Cruise was going to get divorced from Kidman was the crew on the set. And they ended up, um, I think him and Penelope Cruz ended up, I don't know if they married, but I know that they did date for a while shortly after this movie. But just an interesting side note. That's pretty cool. I never knew that at all. That's interesting. Wow. Uh, Cameron Diaz, as the uh, pretty Julie Gianni, known for, I mean, The Mask, of course, one of my earlier movies I've seen her in, uh, the Charlie's Angels movies, Shrek, uh, Bad, Bad Teacher, Sex Tape. Love Shrek. I mean, Love Shrek. Gangs in New York also she was great in. Which one? Gangs in New York she was in, small role. I saw, uh, I saw The Mask, uh, All the Shreks, Bad Teacher, and Sex Tape. Yeah. Funny, I, funny I've never seen movie. Charlie's Angels. Me neither. I haven't either. No. Didn't they remake it like recently? I think they tried to. Probably. I, I wouldn't. I think. It. I think like Kristen Stewart's in it, and like there's. Um, yeah. It's a whole bunch of things. I think. Yeah. It, I think they did. But as far as like you know, as far as leading leading women going in this movie, I mean, at the time, Cameron Diaz and Penelope Cruz. I mean, I don't think you can. I mean, who else could you have seen playing that? I don't know. Yeah. To be honest. Because she's another one of those like people who who is very uh, is a very versatile actor actress like uh, Cameron Cameron, Diaz because she can like go from crazy to you know and as you see in the in the other ones like very you know I don't want to say the one word but it's like say it Vin say it she can go from crazy to like slutty to you know she's mm -hmm. yeah she she's just very she's a very versatile actor she's a Swiss army knife of acting she can play different roles and that I mean Tom Cruise kind of has like two to three settings Tom Cruise no, has. No, you're right. You're Tom right. Cruise has yes. Mission Impossible yes. serious. He's got like crazy, and then sometimes he has like goofy funny. funny. Right, yeah, right, right. That's fair. And but that's that's pretty much it. When he does hit it. that funny bone, they are. Oh yeah. Oh, they're good. It, hits. it definitely yeah. hits. No, I I definitely agree. I think that's good. They did. They did come out with one in 2019. I thought so. Yeah. Okay. Right. Gotcha. Yeah, it's um, Elizabeth Banks, Kristen Stewart, Ella. Belinska, Naomi Scott, Drew Barrymore's in it too. Really? Patrick Stewart. Yeah. 
I don't know how well it did. <laughs> didn't do good. I'm <laughs> didn't do good. <laughs> Just looked up the reviews a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, Not good. Justin, who do we got up next? Kurt Russell as McCabe, known for Fast uh, uh, Furious 7, The Hateful Eight, Guardians of the Galaxy 2, The Christmas Con- Chronicles, and Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. He was in Once Upon a Time in Yeah. Yeah, yeah he, I don't. I saw that, and I don't rem- like. I I he, don't remember. Uh, he it. was in the scene with Brad Pitt when Brad Pitt is outside of the set. He's uh, waiting for. He's where like, where he. I think it's when was it was Leo it when he damages the car? His, no, when Leo goes into his his trailer. Okay. Brad Pitt is sitting outside of his trailer, I mm-hmm. guess like, like as a guard. Right. And then Kurt Russell comes in. Hey, because if you remember, Kurt Russell is the wife is the director of the movie. Right. Forget what Kurt Russell's his role in the movie, but he he does have that scene. With Brad oh Pitt. yeah, isn't yeah. Kurt Ru- Kurt Russell's like the like almost like the trophy husband, right? Isn't right. he? Like, I, he's yeah. got like he's he's just very like pushed around kind yeah, of. Yeah, his wife is the one. Yeah, who, what yeah. What the fuck did you do yeah. to my car? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember that now. Mm-hmm. Um, I like I like him in the in the Fast series. I never even knew he was in those. Yeah. I didn't either. I mean, I know him from so I many other I things. I didn't watch besides. the fast. You didn't watch any any of them? Maybe one or two of them. Yeah. Literally Maybe. the first one for me, and that was it. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Just not I've watched, into I w- that. See, I watched from Fast 5 all the way up, and then I went back and I rewatched. Like, I, I still have, I'm going to be completely honest, I still haven't seen the original, the first one. That's the only I've one seen, I've seen. I've seen Too Fast, Too Furious. I've seen Tokyo Drift. I've seen... It doesn't hold. Do yourself what? a favor. Don't the first one? They all... Yeah, I don't know. I can't really take your... I can't take your it, recommendations it anymore. Dated. Because Nope was kind of <laughs> mid. We're getting off track Ooh. here. Yeah, we are. Yeah. We are. Anyway. Uh, but he was great in The Hateful Eight, I thought, uh, Kurt Russell. Yeah, I remember, oh, see, I remember seeing Hateful Eight. I, the thing is, it, I've seen these movies like years ago, and it's yeah. very hard, especially with what we do here, because we watch you know, two movies a week. Yeah. No, that's true. So it, it's just hard to rejog the memory. Yeah. So anyway, who do we have up next? We have Jason Lee as Brian Shelby. He is known for the Alvin and the Chipmunks franchise. When yep. I was writing that last night, I can't believe I wrote. I actually can't believe franchise? I was writing franchise. Yeah. Next that's, to that, that's a little strange. Yeah. You know, I saw him in this movie. I'm like, you were no like, who is he way. from? Who is he? I'm fr-? like, I recognize him and I recognize his voice, and then I'm like. Okay. You were just waiting to scream, Alvin! Yeah. <laughs> I was like, okay, this is definitely what he's in. Yeah. I just, you know, you put it together after, right. after a few minutes. Um, I'd feel remiss if I didn't mention you, there is one movie you don't have him, have him on there for. You, Death you've Root. never seen Mallrats? Mallrats? No. Kind of, I haven't seen it either. I, was it when did it come out? Sometimes it sucks being the older guy in the room. You know? <laughs> it really does. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, that's one of the early movies I've known him for. Uh, I think it's 96, maybe. And just, you know, it's... Uh, a few years before our time. Yeah. Yeah, earlier time, but I mean, a lot of familiar faces you would know. You know, Shannon Doherty. Um, I can't think of her name. Uh, ben it's Affleck. It's Ben Affleck. But it's Kevin Smith, the director, so he has a lot of sort of the same actors that he likes to put in his, you know, Jane Silent Bobber in there and right. these guys. So that's one okay. of his earlier movies, at least I remember from. Gotcha. But yeah, he's been, he's, he's, Jason Lee's been around for a while. He's a good yeah. actor. Um, he's also in My Name is Earl, mm-hmm. The Incredibles. Who does he play in The Incredibles? I can't think of it. Just take a wild guess. In The Incredibles? Take a wild guess. Dude, when I saw this last night, it blew my fucking is mind. Is he one of like the main guys? Oh yeah. He's not Mr. Incredible, is he? No. 
Is he um the villain in the first one? He's Syndrome. He's Syndrome. Syndrome. Really? It blew my mind. That's wild. Not me. seeing the movie, I had a feeling he may have been. Dude, I always thought it was. Guy. I don't know why. I always thought it was T.J. Miller. They have a similar. Sort they of they do almost. Hmm. Yeah. And, and like seeing that, I'm like, holy fuck! He was in The Incredibles. He was Syndrome. I was like freaking out last That's wild. night. Um, he was also in Cop Out. I did enjoy Cop Out. Bruce Willis. Cop out um, yeah. Uh, fuck. What's his name? Who's the other guy? Tracy Morgan. Tracy Morgan. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, hmm. Cop Out's funny. Very funny. It's Stifler. <laughs> <laughs> they thought he was dead. <laughs> <laughs> the whole and then you know the whole base park, uh, baseball card thing. That's all he mm-hmm. wanted. To it's like, come on, man. Yeah, that was good. Yeah. John. Um, up next, we have Tilda Swinton as uh, Rebecca Dearborn, and she's known for the Narnia franchise, uh, The Curious Case of Benjamin Button, uh, The Grand Budapest Hotel. And Doctor Strange. Yeah. Who does she play in Doctor Strange again? Is she the um, ancient one? The ancient one. Okay, yeah. that's what I thought. She has a shaved yeah. head, right? Yeah. yeah, that's what I thought. I was like, okay, I recognize her. I just couldn't. Big put it Marvel together guy first. doesn't put it together. Yeah. I, it took me a minute, but she's I, she's I got great there. too. She's also a really good, really good actress. Yeah. yeah. Well. Yeah. No. Is I agree. She, is she does she actually have an accent in real life? I believe so. Yeah, because she yeah, did a very good job. Like mm-hmm. the the vocals. Want, on Yeah, I don't want to. I don't want to misspeak. Uh, maybe South African, maybe like that would be my guess. But I mean, definitely, um, yeah, mm-hmm. she has been around for a while. That's another one who's been. No, around she's a long British. Time. She's British. Yeah. Okay, there you go. Interesting. Close yeah. enough, right? <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, and she was only in this movie for just uh, one three, scene. Three, yeah, three literally one scene. But again, tell, good cast, right? Because yeah. you have all these big names, and it's just they're small roles. You that's know? A, that's a, well, because okay, I was like. Though. I was literally like, I was I writing this I'm, last night, I'm, and I'm, I'm, I'm going to bring you guys around by the end of this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was I was doing the script like bef- like I was filling all these characters in before watching it, and I was like, well, I don't know who I should put in, who I shouldn't. Like, I don't know who's in the movie for the longest time, and then yeah, now thinking about it, Tilda Swinton was in it for a, a scene. It was like, well, I mean, I guess Still it was it was it was a pretty important scene. Yeah, and now look how big these people are that right. we mentioned here. So it's it's okay to. To mention that exactly, so, yeah. you're talking about a movie that was over 20 years ago too. Yeah, so. and like our next character, right? Yeah. They're huge now. Exactly. Huge. So, you, I mean, I don't even think this the show was on during this time. No, when it came no, out, but not even. Johnny no. Get, I don't even know how to say his last name. Johnny Ga- Ga- Galecki. Galecki. Yeah. As Peter Brown. Uh, again, another small role in the movie, but you know, now known for the Big Bang Theory. But back then, very known for National it. Christmas Va- uh, Lampoon's Christmas, Christmas Vacation. Yeah. Of course, we all, we all you know. You know, my dad. Movie. My dad told me about that. He yeah. was like, he yeah. one one time around Christmas time. He was. We, we were. We were. Yeah, we were Where's watching Russ? it. We were watching <laughs> it, and he goes, "You know who that is?" I go, "No." He goes, "That's Leonard from Big Bang Theory." And yeah. I like, I like get closer to the TV, and I'm like. Holy shit! Yeah, it's like, Leonard. Yeah. yeah, you can put it together yeah. after a while, right. but like, who would have thought though? Yeah, you know no. what I mean? That's yeah. I, I would have never. Yeah, no, no. It's uh, yeah. It's again another great movie. He's in uh, Hancock, Dog's Journey. Two movies. I saw Hancock, but not a Dog's Journey. But I ju- funny thing is, I literally watched Hancock two days ago before writing. This, oh, really? And and I was. I've like, never seen it. For a second, when I was writing this, I was like, "When the fuck?" I was like, "Oh yeah, he is in it." I was like. <laughs> Yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's funny. So, I mean, all great. Th- I mean, this guy is huge now. Oh, my yeah. God. Yeah, I know. He doesn't need to act 
he could retire. He doesn't. He doesn't. He really yeah, doesn't no. need to act. He's going to make residuals from Big Bang for Dude, the rest of his life. They ended what so three years money. ago. the The show is still on. Syndication. Like it's yeah. it's always on. Like no matter what, I don't think it's left a single channel. No. Like, it's always on. He's going to make so much money in oh, terms yeah. of residuals from that. Oh, oh my 100%. god, it's ridiculous. But uh, we have our last character up here. Um, this is kind of a, a big name. Yeah, Nowadays, yeah. Again, not huge at the time. Damn, Justin. But, but fast forward, a, yeah. you know, a couple uh, years. You know, big name. I was waiting for this person's appearance in this film, and then I'm like, there he is. <laughs> yeah. So. Well, I was waiting for like a. For some reason, I was waiting for like a big like, like kind of thing for him to come in, and then yeah, it was just subtle. And I, was I was just like, waiting oh. for for the beard. Yeah, I know. And like you know, but who is it? Who is it, Justin? It's uh, Michael Shannon as Aaron. Known for Man of Steel, Knives Out, The Shape of Water, the upcoming oh, Flash movie, Bat- Batman vs Superman: Dawn of Justice. Yeah, yeah, he was the cop in mm-hmm. in the movie. Yeah. yeah, um, haven't seen Batman v Superman. Saw Man of Steel. Yeah, he hates saw Batman. Knives Out. So he was also in uh, Boardwalk Empire. Uh, HBO. Uh, Never heard of it. Ser- oh my god! Again, oldest guy in the room here. Approval. <laughs> Jesus. Oh Check out a little show on HBO called Bulwark Empire. He was Jay, on Jay it. was around when those, you know, bricks were still out when yeah, you had with, to put them the in the. Whole, <laughs> the it's not that he had the, the crank show. cameras. <laughs> uh, no, um, no, he's a good actor, Michael Shannon. Yeah, he good. really is. No, he's cool. I like him. A lot. There's one movie that I'm not gonna say that he was he was in because this man has not seen it yet. So I'm not I'm not saying anything. Um, if uh, maybe maybe you two have seen it, but I can't I can't say anything because it's it's a big reveal at, at, at the, in this movie. Is it a movie that I like should have seen already? It's a movie I've been telling you to watch. Oh, okay. So yeah. it's, it's it's bullet. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Gotcha. It's fucking dude, okay. Bullet Train is so funny. Uh, it was it was great. It's on the list. Yeah. It's oh my god, list. it's so I know. good. I've been meaning Brad to watch Pitt it. Brad Pitt is fucking hilarious. That's in Justin it. Sky. Yeah, he's a big Brad Pitt guy. Well, we we just uh, we we did Ocean's Eleven. Yeah, Ocean's Eleven should be out. But uh, yeah, that's our cast. Uh, Do we like the cast? Is there anybody that we would want to recast? I think I honestly think this cast was fantastic. I I really do. I wouldn't change it. I wouldn't change Kurt Russell. I wouldn't change Tom Cruise. I wouldn't change Penelope Cruz. I wouldn't change any of them. Even even Jason Lee was great. I would agree. I I would say he would probably be the be the my only choice for. A recast. a recast? Yeah. Who, just like, who would you put? Again, I, I don't... I just feel like he was a little bit too eccentric. You know, maybe a little bit too spotlighty in some of his scenes. Um, but I, I don't... Know, maybe it's just I me. Mean, I don't I think just didn't so. See, I didn't see the chemistry with him and, and Tom Cruise. Yeah. I didn't see the chemistry with Penelope Cruz and Tom Justin, what? you didn't see chemistry in anything uh, in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> How did you not see the chemistry be- between just, Tom Cruise and oh, Penelope? I there was so much... Chem- literally yeah. the op- they literally got... Hooked up at the end of the movie because there was so much chemistry. Yeah, I don't know. I just felt like the the acting in this movie in general was kind of a letdown. I don't know. Really? How? I thought it could have been better. I I enjoyed the acting in this movie. I, thought I it was really did. Good. I, I thought it was great. Yeah. I know that when 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 he had first, before we had agreed to come on to this, and he had I had made him watch on his own. Right. The one one of the first remarks he had about it was that he didn't like the the writing and that the the acting was off for him. The writing was fine and the acting was fine. No, 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 not not I like the plot of the movie. <laughs> oh, right. Let's sit back and my, enjoy my, this. Where's well, the popcorn? <laughs> <laughs> my problem with 
was more of the director, so we we'll save this for the next part because mm-hmm. I know you. Mm-hmm. I see that you have the direct. But to me, that was my biggest part, of the, like problem with the movie, because like I like all the actors and actresses in this movie, besides maybe Penelope Cruz. I'm not really a fan of her, but I feel Take like I feel like the director didn't really bring out the best of them. I think Penelope Cruz did a great job. I, in I, wasn't I really believing, do. I wasn't believing them as a couple. I swear. Why? I just didn't feel like they had great. But, like, that was the thing. Like, I think they had great chemistry because, like, it seemed like she loved him, but at the same time kind of was, like, holding, like, something holding was holding back. her back. And, the, and I think that kind of drove the story forward, especially with this lucid dream ending. Well, how about this? Quick side note. Prepare to have your mind blown. Do you know that the movie is a remake of an older movie, correct? Really? Really. It's called Op- uh, Open Your Eyes. That would have been a better name than this one. <laughs> Open Your Eyes. That's true. And Penelope Cruz played the same character really? in the movie. Oh, really? Yeah. That's pretty cool. That's cool. Right. I never knew that. Now, why did they change? Why did they change the, the title? And yeah, do you legal, know why? Legal it's called, reasons? Do you know why it's called Vanilla Sky? Because they only mentioned that if, one. If it's so, because of the fucking painting, I'm gonna lose my shit. It is because of the painting. Yeah, Stupid. but I don't get why though. Well, you have to look up the artist and why, but uh, it's it has to do with the artist and the painting and how you know Tom Cruise's uh, David Ames, his character, his mother was a huge fan of. So you have to understand a lot of the movie was, if you remember that one line in the movie where they said, you. You you sort of sculpted the dream out of the iconography of your life, Mm -hmm. meaning Mm -hmm. an album cover that once moved you, the Bob Dylan album. Yeah, I did see that. Yeah, I I I I picked up on that because I was like, I was like, they're walking in the snow and and the cars are different. They showed you exactly that. Right, and then and then it transitioned into right. So now same 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 thing with the uh, with the sky and how his mother was a huge fan of the of the painting and how it would look the way. The artist would paint it. So mm-hmm. when he met Penelope Cruz mm-hmm. at the uh, you know on the rooftop at the end of the movie, how did the sky look? Exactly how he remembered yeah. his mother loved it. Again, his uh... whole dream was sculpted out of what his upbringing was and how he his childhood was was uh, coming up. So that's why they say it was sculpted by the iconography of his life, how he grew up. Again, things that maybe you don't really catch at first yeah. at first time. You catch later. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's really cool. Now, I guess then yeah, it's, it's I, I give props to the director, um, Cameron yeah. Crowe. Mm. I think huge, that's huge director. A lot of details that that he uh, hit the nail on the head. I think yeah. he did really well. He he's he's that. had a lot of movies in the past. I mean, him and Tom Cruise worked uh, worked on Jerry Maguire. I mean, mm. I mean huge. Yeah. I mean, come on. It's yeah, they were also. Uh, we're, we're too young for that movie. Yeah, he also uh, directed Almost Famous, and we brought we bought a zoo. Is that that's what Damon? Matt Damon. It's yeah. a very family-friendly movie. I never saw it. I never either. I know Almost Famous I, I, is a good movie. Yeah. I, I've I've seen the We Bought a Zoo. I know that's a... Jerry Maguire. I mean, I know it's a little older uh, before your time, but I mean, at the time, it was huge. I yeah, mean, I, bet, I mean, I bet. Cuba Gooding Jr., you know, all, all these marquee uh, mm-hmm. uh, names. Yeah. But at the time, again, huge movie. Yeah. He also wrote Fast Times at Ridgemont High, Didn't know that. Aloha, and then the Fast Times TV show. So, I've never seen Fast Times at Ridgemont High. I seen but any I'm an them. 80s kid, and even I haven't seen it. But I know, I know that about the main character Spicoli, because yeah. Sean Penn. When when I was working at the bar, there was a kid who's who's one of one of my better friends now, 
and my boss would always call him Spicoli <laughs> because he had the long blonde hair, like very skinny, like, and he was like a little out there, but like he was still physically there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And <laughs> and every time we would just call him Spicoli. <laughs> Um, but for this movie, there's not much in terms of visual effects. I know no. for most movies, we have a lot, but for this one, there's not really there's much. Like, there's like three scenes, if if most. Yeah. Um, there's maybe a few transitions in some of the montages that they do yeah. that look kind of cool. Like, they like added the opening something. scene, there's the flashing of different scenes. You know, he's seeing a bunch of different yeah. stuff. But, I mean, besides really that, much. that's pretty much it. I mean, there's the... There's the um, uh, the, the desk board. at the end, yeah, where you know it's yes. showing the that right. that was very good for a two thousand one movie. Right. That's yeah. really good. That was really well done. Um, the ending was uh, CGI was yeah. where he jumps off the building. Yeah, CGI was it wasn't terrible. No, but terrible. No, but it was just it was like there it was, was a, it was two thousand one. Well, yeah. there was a lot to that scene, right? Because right. of the last scene and what you see oh, yeah. behind him. But I know that at the time when I was in the theater, because I you know I told you I saw it when it came out. People walked out of the, uh, even though it was the ending, uh, you know, so you have to understand that movie came out months, months after 9-11, yeah. months, mm. when they finally agreed to, you know, allow movies to be, you know, shown back again in right, theaters. Right. Uh, that was a really, uh, you know, strong scene. And a lot of people walked out of theaters. It was reported right. that they were walking out because, you know, they, at the time, right. CGI yeah. had it looked was... so good and, you know, you know, it's a little too, it hit, hit a little too, too soon. home. Right, right. Too soon sort of thing. Right. That's fair. Um, yeah, so that was really all in terms of visual effects. Cinematography, yeah. I didn't really Cinematography, have much. Cinematography, it's just, it's pretty much just the basics you see in almost there's every movie. really yeah. not much. Like, there really wasn't anything. The only thing is, there's a bunch of J-cuts where, you know, the voice is over the one scene, and then I it jumps that. to the one scene. Yeah. Um, there's but, a lot of narration as well. Yeah, like a lot More of More towards the end of the film, though. Narration and voiceovers, um, a lot through this movie, because, like, I think the thing is the voiceovers were him talking to Kurt Russell, but at the same time, it just felt like he was talking to us, which was kind of cool, but also kind of confusing because it's like, is he breaking the fourth wall? Yeah. Is he not? That's fair. So, uh, but but besides cinematography, I mean, befi- besides any of that, it's literally just simple, simple stuff. Over the shoulder shots, you know, mid shots from the chest up. Yeah, it's um, just it's, it's simple. Stuff. You know, there's there's a couple like cool like one like at the end they do the you know like 180 or like 360 shot of them hugging and then the opening to, scene in Times Square. I mean, yeah, like cool. yeah, that was yeah. shot really well because I mean they show the car um in the middle of the street and they kind of the camera just kind of. Maybe it was on a dolly or something. It just yeah. follows. I liked I, I liked the shot cool. of him running down down New York like in yeah. the opening. I, I thought that was cool. If I remember, I think they had said that they had only like a small window, maybe like two hours on like an early Sunday morning. Yeah, when they shot I, I bet. And yeah, that would have been difficult. Because they can't shut down all of Times Square. All of Times well, Square, hard, right? Man, yeah. So. Yeah, but I mean, besides that, it was just pretty much simple stuff. It, like, it, I mean, it left a little to be desired, in my opinion. Like, yeah, for cinematography, yeah. like you wish there was more yeah. like different kind of style shots. Yeah, it would have made the movie more interesting. Yeah, I could agree. I could but see that. But it was like it was okay. There wasn't like anything necessarily bad. But like you said, I feel like there could have been a little bit more. Yeah. To it. So. Like yeah, I, I I think so too. I think there there could have been a little bit more going on. Um, music the the soundtrack was fantastic. Was pretty good. I liked it. I, fantastic. Yeah, I enjoyed fantastic. it. Um, one song that I had. Noted uh, was good vibrations. Yeah, of course. Great song. Yeah. Beach Boys in there, of course. Great song. Yeah, really I good think song I remember it. the Beach Boys. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, and I also thought good 
good timing of the songs too. Like the yeah. songs come up at really poignant times in the movie where it's like really expands sort of some of the scenes. Like the scene you're talking about when he's having sex, you know, with both. You don't know if it's Cameron Diaz or yeah. What what what? You know, the sort of music playing there. It sort of like it sort of goes really well. It was with very the scene. like not eerie, but like yeah, I can I can hear it in my head. Right. But yeah. It, I, I th- like I said, I, I thought a lot of the music was used at really good points in the movie. Oh, yeah. I mean, the music did a great job of doing its job, yeah. which is to help portray the story, not to tell the story itself. And and it did. It really did. It, I would agree. Music music is a big part of movies. Yeah, um, no doubt. What, it was fucking the Snyder Cut. Yeah. That's the one where <laughs> the music was just so bad and, and yeah, so out of place. Not much Literally, to say. we watched the Snyder Cut, and we reviewed it with one of my buddies. And he was like, so uh, didn't you love it? And I would go, no, it was fucking no, dog shit. Terrible. It was so bad. Yeah, that was a really rough movie to watch. And Snyder Cut was terrible. Well, I watched your guys' episode on um, uh, the Batman. And yeah. the, the music and the yeah. score in that oh my oh, God, yeah. was fantastic. Man. Yeah. Fantastic. That, See, that I don't is have, unbelievable. I, I don't really have a problem with Batman anymore. I just have a problem with the Warner Brothers DC. That's, that's pretty that's much fair. my problem now. That's fair. Um, but I want to take a minute and just mention that we have merch for you guys. Yeah. Uh, Not I know needed, we're but appreciated. very needed. Jumping off of Vanilla Sky for a second, but we have some new merch. We've mentioned it in the last couple episodes. Um, you guys can go to oneshotmoviepodcast.com. Yes. Check it out. We have phone cases, shirts. I know we don't have them on today, yeah. but we have shirts, sweatshirts, and a bunch of other things. We do have our phone cases, though. Yeah. And um, what's it called? You guys can... Use a promo code for this episode. Have we decided what that is yet? Uh, I'll get to it. Okay. Chocolate. <laughs> Chocolate, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, but uh, we'll mention it towards the end of the episode. Yeah, so stay tuned to figure out what that is. But uh, definitely go check it out. We have some really good stuff there that we just dropped about a month ago. Maybe a little bit more, depending yeah. on when this comes out. But yeah. uh, some really good stuff. So you guys should definitely go check nice. it out. OneShotMoviePodcast.com. Yeah. I really, I love the merch and the design of everything. Yeah. Got and John and I stuff. might actually have some uh, new stuff coming out soon just for us. Hopefully. Just we'll for, we'll just for me and John. I'm excited. Yeah. Um, at, we talked about the acting. The acting was really good. Mm-hmm. I really enjoyed it. Justin, you can leave. <laughs> <laughs> we, know your, we know your thoughts on the acting. Yeah. Um, I didn't see many mistakes in this film either. I didn't catch a lot. So there was, there was one that I was... So, okay, so the album cover, I thought that was a mistake when I first saw it, because I was like... The Bob Dylan scene? Yeah, I was like, I was like, the cars are... Di- like, it's a different time. The second you and see then it on also, screen, you're like, something doesn't look yeah, right. Yeah, and then also the... the When Jason Lee does the sweet and sour mm-hmm. speech for the first time, he's al- he's already out the door, and then it cuts to him being right next to Tom Cruise. I don't know if that's yeah, what, that did, was a mistake or if that, that was that was scene? meant to his birthday scene where where Jason Lee's giving him the sweet and sour speech for the first time. When they're in like the apartment within right. the house. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So Jason Lee's pretty much out the door. Right. And then it cuts to Jason Lee being next to him giving him the sweet and sour speech. Oh, but he was on the right, other right, side of the apartment. Yeah, at that I don't point. know I don't so. know if it was if it was a mistake or if it was meant to kind of like throw you off because that's how he remembers it. He remembers it, you know. You know, he remembers him kind of walking out, but then he doesn't remember him coming back in. He just remembers him he being said. next to him and and what he said. Right. So I don't know if that was. That's the thing with this movie. You can't tell if they're mistakes or not because this movie is fuck. just all over the place and like. 
Yeah. You Trust can't me, really you will benefit from a rewatch. I think yeah. I might need to, honestly. I think I might go do that this Maybe weekend. not maybe not tonight or tomorrow, but one day. We'll get, eventually. Get eventually. Yeah. Um <laughs> Easter eggs. I did see, I didn't see on the cast list. I didn't see it in the movie, but I saw on the cast list that Tommy Lee is actually one of the frozen one of the cryogenically frozen people. Really? I never saw that. They never made mention of that. No, they didn't. But like, it says it on the the cast list. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah. That's interesting. I never saw that. I know there's a ton of product placement within this movie. Oh yeah. Um, especially in the Times Square scene, you get like Coke, oh, Pepsi, oh, yeah. free um, advertising, a bunch of other stuff that I can't even remember because there's just so many different like businesses and products that you could point out. Yeah. But it's within the first like five minutes of the movie. Go check it out. Um. There's so much there. Yeah. I always like to point out product placement. Johnny's the product placement guy. Yeah. Business oriented. Can't yeah, of course. I get I get it. Um, now? Now we got a good part of the, the episode here. We have the movie ratings on websites, and I want everyone's thoughts here. Yeah. Uh, to start out, we have IMDb at a 6.9 out of 10. Let's just round that up to 7. Thank you very much. Uh, next, we have Rotten Tomatoes at a 42%. And to close it out, we have Metacritic at a 45%. What do yeah. we think? Explain um, Metacritic because I don't know what that term is. Metacritic is is just like it's a website. It's one of the webs- <laughs> It's one of those websites, Grandpa. <laughs> On the internet, uh, no, it's just one of the websites that like give movies uh, like a rating, and it's, it's like a forty five percent out of ten. So they didn't. That means that they didn't like this movie at all. Okay. They thought it was shit. Well, the site is shit. So. <laughs> <laughs> no, but this this website, no, Metacritic, they grade really, really like hard. Okay. So even good movies are rated really, really bad. Yeah. So, um, like Goodfellas, they had it like a sixty or like a seventy oh, when on. it's like one of yeah, the best of all time. So I mean, they're very critical. What do I think about? I mean, I I I can't say I disagree or or agree. I mean, do I think it's the best movie ever made? No. But do I think it's the worst movie? No. It's I think it's right there in the middle. It's it's an entertaining movie. It. If you got the movie, it should leave you talking afterwards. And hey, wouldn't it be cool? Hey, can you imagine? Oh my! Mm-hmm. Like so, sort of that sort of sense. It sort of checks the box. Uh, a seven out of ten for from IMDb. Uh, Six point nine. I, it's a seven. <laughs> Six point nine. It's a seven. Uh, I don't disagree. I don't hate it. I don't hate it. That's fair. Yeah, I'm leading more towards the six range, like five six. That that's that's where I'm at too. I'm in I'm in that kind of five to six range as well. Um, yeah. So so right, I right think line, I think right if anything, yeah. yeah. So I yeah. think if anything, bump up the Rotten Tomatoes a little bit and bump up the Metacritic a little bit. Yeah. Right. Um, I'm actually surprised IMDb with the six nine. Um, yeah, I would think I would have thought it would have IMDb would have given it like a two or something. Not a two, but I mean, yeah, like but a, like lower, maybe a right. six, like a flat six or yeah. six one, or, six or even like kind of the same as. Uh, you know, the other two, rotten and yeah. meta, or at least kind of somewhere in the middle. Yeah, that's yeah. true. Um, but next we have the opening weekend and overall earnings for this film. The budget started out as it was sixty-eight million dollars, which is a pretty decent budget. Yeah. Um, granted, two thousand one films are are very you yeah. know a little lower in the in the. They're not like two hundred million dollar films. They're like, you know, fifty to seventy million dollar films. Yeah, but this was the. Uh, pretty large budget for what yeah. this film was. Yeah, it's a, it's a lot. Yeah. Um, and there was, yeah. sorry, there was like nothing, like like we said, there's really no CGI to it. It was all just kind of timing, place, like where where these shots are being done because, you know, they had to they had to get in New York for X real quick, hours. you know. 
So that was kind of like the the probably the big thing. You're you, big on the CGI, huh? Do you, do you think C, do you think CGI would have helped it today? Like if this if this movie was made today, maybe like the whole face. Uh, I think the no, face was fine. I think the face was good. Hmm. I think the face helped. So all prosthetics and makeup. Yeah. Yeah. And I think the face really helped. He, you know, if you be, remember at the beginning, there's that, uh, there's that um, uh, quick uh, cameo by uh, Steven Spielberg. I don't know if you if you caught that. Really? Party. Steven Spielberg. He was at the party. Yeah, he was at the That's party. That's cool. I, I he never. Was happy birthday, either. you son of a bitch. Oh. Uh, okay. Also, side note, he Tom Cruise while filming this movie right. had agreed while filming to ma- that his next movie was going to be a Steven Spielberg movie. Spielberg got a hold of, uh, found out about this, gave him the script for Minority Report. I liked the Minority Report. Tom Cruise Report. read the script for Minority Report on the set of Vanilla Sky and agreed mm-hmm. to make the the next movie while making Vanilla Sky, hence why the cameo by Steven Spielberg. That's pretty cool. Yeah. yeah. I, I, like I did like I like how facts. things come about when you find them out like that. <laughs> I like yeah. I like Minority Report. I really do. I think they used I read the, the same facial uh, prosthetic that Tom they might have. I think because he has that scene where yeah, he I, I haven't seen it in a while. I did. Re- I watched it, and so the thing is, the reason I watched Minority Report is because it comes from a short story. And in high school, I took a class called Short Story and Film, where you would read the short story and compare it to the movie, which was really cool, like the Christmas Story, Minority Report, um, stuff like that. Um, and I did really enjoy Minority Report. I thought it was I think I thought it was a good short story and Ahead a good of its time too. Yeah, and a very good movie as well. Yeah. That's fair. Um but going back to the, the budget and the earnings, uh, opening weekend it made 25 million dollars and then overall it uh more than doubled or more than almost tripled, more than triple yeah. its earnings, uh 202 million dollars. So I think they succeeded pretty almost, well with this Actually movie. almost four times its budget if you yeah. really think about it. That's true. Close to it. I'm glad yeah. to have contributed yeah. On opening day, you what? A hundred bucks to the, <laughs> the thirty bucks I 12, spent. 12, 12 bucks. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but I think uh, they they did pretty well with this movie. Um, oh yeah, they earned a lot of money and definitely made back more than I think they initially thought they would. So. Yeah, yeah, I really do. I I think they made a lot more than they thought mm-hmm. they were going to. I would agree. I kind of want to know what they think of this movie. Like, not you guys, but, like, the actors. Like, I want to know what Tom Cruise thinks, Penelope Cruz, you know, all of them. Yeah. Because, like, I feel like if Tom Cruise went back and, like, watched this movie, he'd be like, why the fuck did I do this? No, I think you're wrong. No, that's that's what I think, too. I don't think that's one of his, like, most memorable roles, yeah. you know? I think, if anything, you know, risky business, he would be like, oh, yeah, I love doing this. You know, this was so much, bu-, you know, all that stuff. But I feel like this one would be like... You know, yeah, I remember it. It, it like that, and that was pretty much it. Like that was my thing with the acting, because like you, you guys are saying you love the acting, but, but like, I, I don't think e- any of those actors or actresses in this movie would go back and be like, oh yeah, that was my best performance. No, I don't think. No, they would but say I think that, the acting but. was great. I really do. I thought the acting was phenomenal. I would agree. I thought it was very good as well. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I'm head over heels over Penelope Cruz. She, she came across so adorable in that. Yeah, in I know. She, I feel like they, they may have just specifically wrote lines specific for her because, a lot of the lines she says, like you know, especially like the, the, the birthday party lines, you know, the, the saddest girl to hold a martini right. and stuff like, you know, she just, it, so it sounds like the, the words, it just 
flow right off our off the tongue. Right. Sometimes you, you look at like uh, like Tarantino, you know, writing writing dialogue for like Samuel L. Jackson. Some some things are just meant. And for I'm some not, people, right. again, I'm not saying that it's the same sort of line. I'm just saying that her character, the line that she was delivering, I felt like she kind of nailed and. You right, know, it's like it's 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 almost like you know they write the script for right. specific people, you know. Yeah, like you were fair. saying, how Tarantino writes for uh, Samuel L. Jackson. Mm-hmm. You know, you got to write specific to the character. To their strengths, and you know, you can switch up the script event. You know, if you don't find the right actress mm-hmm. or actor, you know, you can always switch it up. That's fair, um, but I want to jump into our favorites here. Yeah, so favorite we do, quotes and favorite scenes. So we do favorite quotes and favorite scenes. Okay. Um, who wants to start? Oh no, let our guests go first. Whoever let's, let's wants. Let's say Justin. Go- Justin's been quiet. He has favorite scene. Um, probably when he was in the club and just like bombing with Penelope Cruz. <laughs> that was very funny. Yeah. Um, other than that, maybe the ending, but yeah, yeah, not not too many scenes and stick out that much to me. Do you have a favorite quote? Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing. No. So unprepared. Um, well, not surprising. <laughs> I don't think anyone's surprised here. Uh, no. Favorite scene? I think I I really, the ending scene when he's about to get into the elevator. When he's right. about to get in and the guy's already in there waiting for him. And yeah, but you whole, don't see the guy in there because he's behind the wall. You don't see him until he's one second yep. you know, right and he steps in. That whole elevator scene up and he's explaining to him what really happened. Yeah. That scene kills me. Um the quote, I'm I'm torn between two, but if it's not the strappy dress or whatever, no, it's not. You say that like no. 400 times. I know. I, I think <laughs> I want to. I, I kind of want to guess Jay's favorite quote. Go, go ahead. I feel like it's it's either the saddest girl to ever hold a martini, or I'll I'll line. see you in a I'll see you in another life when we're both cats. Mm. I want to. I'm gonna say those two. It's it's one of those two. Both great guesses. John, yeah. do you want to take a guess? I want to say it's the cats. Yeah, it's the cats. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because it's such a great line when you think about like the context of where where that line came from. You know, he he wanted to be with her, but she wasn't having it after right. the night of the club, and she's like, "Listen, you're never gonna get it from me. You, right. We're never gonna we're never gonna see each other again." And that line, it's just so it's it's so it it it's almost like it sort of encompasses the whole movie. Yeah, I'll see right. you in the light. It's never gonna work. Between right. us, and I'll never tell you. I have to say, um, that there were some good quotes. Like, there's um, a lot. I feel like that, and like you know, the, the um, uh, you'll never appreciate the sweet without the sour. I mean, yeah. that's that's a great not not just a great movie line, but that's a metaphor for life. Yeah, yeah. and that you know? was that was my favorite quote. You yeah, know I mean, the sweet and sour. Sweet without without the sour. That's what yeah. I was. That's why, like I was saying about rewatching it. Mm-hmm. You know, this movie came out when I was 20. I saw this movie when I was 20 years old. So not having that much sour, so to speak, in my mm-hmm. life. What was my biggest complaint when you're 20? You know, yeah. the girl you, you're, you're interested in doesn't like you. I mean, you don't have that much life experience. Versus fast forward, say right. maybe a few years. Now you're on your own, and you know you, you have some more life experience. So now you can appreciate the sweet because you've gone through the sour. So right. that so. To that, that line also hits too. But for the movie itself, overall, I think the whole you know another life when we're both cats. Line yeah, is it was line. it was very good. Also, I do have before John and I say our favorites. I have one. So when he was running after the bar scene, when he was running down the street trying to chase Brian and yeah. So did Brian and no, they never hooked up. That was just no, in his mind. That was just if in his you, head. If you remember, that's why I'm saying rewatch the scene, the movie because. 
all those scenes where when Brian it's just so is, fast. Is, well, also because it's in black and white too. It's right? Like, Why is it in black and white? It's because it's in Tom Cruise's head. That's so that's what he's, what he's believing. He's imagining that. Uh, okay. He thought that they were hooking up because right. he did bring her to his birthday party. Right. They had met prior to him bringing her. And then so he, Penelope the whole, Cruz runs down the street, and then Brian yeah. hauls right. ass and down the street. And then you see them embrace, and they hold, and they hug, and they kiss. So right. That's what he, and if you look, that scene, the scenes of Tom Cruise running, mm-hmm. color. The yeah, scenes yeah. Of Penelope Brian, Cruz kissing. It's black and white. Black and right. White. Yeah. I was thinking okay. that, too. I'm I like, was just is it, did it I was, I was just very confused on that, because I did see that, that it little, sounds like, yeah, little listen, point, too. I, I was the same way. Because I saw the black and white, and I was like, did it happen? Did it not happen? Exactly. I'm very confused. That's how I was, I too. was very confused walking out of the theater when I, when I did see it. We, we yeah. both were. We were like, what did we just watch? But also, we're kind of intrigued. Like, what? Right. It was kind of, there was something there. Like, it wasn't just a... Like a like a some sort of B C movie. Like there was there was some good plot lines and so right. So I was invested. It just when you don't fully grasp what's going on, you're like, hmm, okay. It's easy to just be dismissive and be like, ah, it sucked. But right, right. That's you know, true. You look into it. And you're like, oh, I, I get that now. I see it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. So John, favorite quote, favorite scene. Well, I know we know yeah, your favorite quote, favorite quote sweet, and sweet and sour. Sweet and sour. Um, favorite scene. I guess that's the rooftop. That rooftop scene. The whole rooftop it's cool. scene. Yeah. I mean, I didn't like overly love this movie. I thought it was okay. Like I'm around that like six ish area with this film, so I yeah. didn't really like. I'm I'm in like five six ish. But area. like I thought that scene was good. It was a good tie to the film. Yeah. So that's um, it for me. So my favorite scene is just that whole ending from once he once he figures out he wants to wake up all the way till he jumps off the roof. Yeah. I love that whole that whole part. And like the elevator scene, like you were saying, oh, I Kills love, me. I love when movies do that. Yeah. I love it when they literally unravel everything, and and the thing I, the reason I think I loved that scene so much was because I finally understood the fucking movie. Yeah, I was it like, I was like, I yes. get it now. That's when they put circle. the bow on it. It's yeah, the whole bow. They put it all. They wrap it all up beautifully. Wrap it, it up, tie it with a bow. Yeah, wrap it up, tie it with a bow. That's what we say. Um, <laughs> But it's it's good. We seem it, to all agree that we all have that that one of the best scenes in that movie is was the ending. The yeah. ending yeah. yeah, everybody actually finally understood it. Yeah, yeah. Point, if, so it makes sense. If people can make it to the end, that's the real thing. <laughs> that's the struggle. Yeah, that's true. Um, and then my favorite quote is the one Tom Cruise says at the end: "I don't. I want to live a real life. I don't want to oh, dream, dream any dream longer." Anymore. That was pretty cool. I love I that. that I really did. It was good. Yeah, it was a good line. Yeah. Um, now it's time for our final ratings on this mm-hmm. movie. Do you know how we rate them? I do, but you're going to have to bring me up up to speed again. All right, so we rate them on three different scales, acting, plot, acting, and plot. overall. Right. Okay, that's right. Yes. So give us your rankings out of 10. Yes. For the acting? Yes. I mean, I, it was not a, a complaint of mine, so I I mean, I'll give it an 8. Okay. I mean, yeah. it's early 2000s. I mean, maybe there's some kind of moments there where you're like, eh, whatever, but overall, I think an 8. Okay. Hmm. Now plot, plot. Yeah, ten. I mean that. Ten. The the the, the story of that's big. The, that's bold. Okay, maybe okay, that's maybe bold. nine. That's very maybe bold. nine. Maybe a nine just okay. for clarity. But I mean, I would. I mean, I'm not watching this movie for the acting. I'm not watching it for the soundtrack. All things I love, story. but not watching it. I'm watching it because of the story and the plot. And the plot right. had me invested from the second it started. Okay. Yeah. And then overall, what would you give this movie? 
this is this See, is where right, this is where I come under fire because I'm gonna hear about this at work. <laughs> so, being how much I brag about it and how much I, I do love it, um, I'm torn between like a seven and an eight. So I want to say like maybe seven and a half. Okay, okay. That that's fair. Yeah. I thought you were coming nine and ten. No, that's no, no, no. I'm not, <laughs> listen, I'm not so. that jaded. I love it, but I don't love it that much. All right. Justin, I know we. Well, I think we all know what first, you're gonna give it. First of all, how do you give your favorite movie of all of all time a seven and a half? Never That's said your it. favorite movie a seven. <laughs> Never said it was all time, but it is one of them. But again, for, for I need a baseline. Okay. I can't say okay. ten. But it can. You can have a favorite movie and give it like, like a, a, a pretty rating. average rating, right? Because. It's all perception, as they say in this movie. Right, it's how you see it. It's, it's, how you, it's what what right. what did they say? It's all, it's it. Kurt Russell says something about like human perception, like this uh, the mind, the cerebral cortex. He says something about fucking the brain. Yeah, He's the, like the cerebral cortex is like a powerful thing. It's all about per, your own perception. Yeah, the, the subconscious is a powerful thing. Yes, like thank said, you. You know, it's yeah, it, it is. It's true. So yeah, yeah. What, you, what are your ratings? What do we got? Fuck off. <laughs> um, yeah, so the acting to me wasn't the best. I know you guys d- disagree, but I wasn't really that much of a fan. Yes, I like Tom Cruise as an actor, but in this movie, I I thought there could have been more brought out. And I think that's more of the fault of the director. I felt like the whole movie just felt very dated, mm-hmm. and that was the biggest problem with the movie to me. I'm not a big fan of remakes, but... I feel like this movie, the plot actually holds pretty well, and I feel like this almost would be worthy of a remake because just the the early two thousands cheese of the movie. remake of a remake of yeah, a remake. Yeah, no, it's but, been done before. I mean, it, it almost felt it's like very true. Yeah, it almost felt really. like a really early dated like Black Mirror episode to me, and like I feel like yeah, if, they, if if like someone just did it in that like current style, like as like a show. Yeah, like it would it would just that would kill, be interesting. You know? I don't know. I don't think a show would work or, for this. Not a show, just like remade in that like right, style. Right, the, the like Black Mirror yeah, style. Yeah, like that yeah, type yeah. of style. Differ. I feel I like think, it'd be a lot better. I think a show could do really well. You think? You, you, well, think about all the things that you were complaining about when we first sat down, about mm-hmm. how you know you wish that they would have dived into more about like the, the dreams part of it and all that. That could be episode upon episode upon episode. Yeah, that's true. But no. I, I feel like it would have to be like a limited series, if anything. Yeah, I mean, I'm not it a would huge just have to be like, like a, a one, four, a one-time limited, limited series. Not like HBO picks it up. Oh, HBO or even cool. even Netflix. Do I mean, it, I feel like yeah. Netflix would do it. Do like a three-parter, like an hour each or something. Yeah, like that. or cool. like or like even not even a three-parter. You know, cut them into half hour. Well, yeah, whatever. You know, yeah, I'll figure it out. All in for yeah. a vanilla sky show. And then Netflix, give us a call. They could even follow up and like see how he deals with the real world now because you cut it off. They cut the movie off at like the most interesting right, part. Right when he, yeah. when he opens his fucking eye, I was yeah. Like, yeah, I, I literally saw that and I was like, I was actually like, like looking, I wanted to I was see looking, more. I was looking at the time of when I started the movie and like I saw how much time like was left and I was like, look at the best part like, and I, I, I saw him open his eye. I was like, there's got to be more. And then of, the fucking credits roll. I'm like, motherfucker. All of our favorite <laughs> scenes was that end scene and yeah. how cool is it? You know, he's on the roof and he's telling, listen, I'm in love with you. You're dead. You're dead. And it's 150 years later. Yeah. And what she say again? Perfect line because it's her. It's a problem. Yeah. <laughs> Funny, but also cute. <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah, I mean, sure. you could really dive into. I mean, what happens when he woke up? If if they ever did a part two, which I don't know if they, but if they did, he finds so what happens? It's 150 great, years great, later. Great, 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 great granddaughter of the <laughs> right of Sophia. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh 
boy. So yeah, what what are your uh, rankings here? <sighs> Acting just like four. Okay. Um, plot. I like the plot. Uh, that was the strongest thing to me. So I'd say probably. Uh, I'll give it maybe like a seven, eight. Okay. Okay. Uh, so overall, I'd say like a six. Not All bad. Right. All right. Um, for me, acting I liked. I thought they were actually pretty good. I'll give it like a, a seven on the acting. The plot, um, the actual story itself was good, but I feel like there was timing for like certain timing scenes need to be yeah, moved I, in I different spots. Agree with you on that. So I I would consider that under the plot of the story. Oh, oh yeah. really? If, so, if you're considering that, I'm, I might have to change it then because. I was talking more about like just the story, like. Okay, so yeah, I'll, I'll affect my overall rating then. Yeah. So for plot, I think it's strong. So I'll go with a seven. Yeah. So I got seven and seven, and then overall, gonna win I, slots. Gonna go all I'm sevens. I'm gonna give it a five overall. Oh. Because no, I, some, I, I I was so confused up until that last fifteen minutes. Yeah. So that's very true. I just think need, things needed to be moved. Mm-hmm. But so, I did like this movie. It just wasn't. Yeah, like, it was good enough to give it a good rating. You know what I mean? But it's also good because now, you know, I was curious to get sort of the younger generations, you know. Yeah. You know, how, how, by the way, how old are you? You're 21. You're 20, yeah, so you're more yeah. or less the same age that I was. So mm-hmm. when I was, you know, when, when I watched it, so it's interesting to get different age groups' opinion yeah. on such a hot and cold movie. Right, yeah. right. Know. No, but I think I definitely need to go back and rewatch it, and that maybe will bring my my score up more so. in the yeah. future. Yeah. So, so. Acting, I'm gonna give it an eight. I really love the actors in this. They they did a great job. Tom Cruise flipping the switch into yeah, being like that kind of psycho character was really when cool. When he was tying her up, yeah, right? more times even, really means something. Yeah, <laughs> even even in the in like the first scene in the in the jail when he's sitting on the table, you can see he's like he's missing he's missing he's things, like jumping up and down. Yeah, and yeah. Um, I did notice that plot. I'm gonna give it a seven. It was a good, like like we said, it was a good story, good good plot. Um, Just the execution. Yeah, and then overall, I'm gonna give it a five, like you, John, because like you said, timing, timing was kind of timing's everything in a movie, and um, I just I think it could have been done a little bit better, a little probably a little more, not better, but maybe smoother. Mm-hmm. I think that was the whole issue. It was very, if you could say, it was very rough. Maybe a different director sort of yeah. gives it a different spin. Same actor, like, same plot, I feel like maybe if Christopher Nolan picked up this movie. You give Christopher Nolan good. his hands on this. If you, oh, my God. If man. you really think about it, Christopher really Nolan, good. if Christopher Nolan picked up this movie, did a remake of it. Oh, my God, dude. Come I'd, on. I'd, I'd be the first person to buy all seen, I'd be waiting in, in line still. Yeah. yeah. We've all seen what he can do with yeah. a kind of film that jumps around. He could kill it. Yeah, exactly. That's yeah. why I suggested him because it's pretty mm-hmm. much up his alley. Yeah. Because he direct he was the director of Interstellar if I'm correct, right? Yeah. 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 Okay, that's why I thought. Inception so, and Tenant. Yeah. And he's doing the new uh, Oppenheimer. Oppenheimer. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I think that'd be good. Yeah. yeah. But uh that really wraps it up. Thank you guys so much for being on with us. Yeah. Thank you for having me. It was a great me. time. So if you're new here, make sure you click that subscribe button there and hit that like button. Also, if you're listening, um, you know, there's a lot of things you can do to help support us. We uh, There are donations. Uh, any little bit helps. Mm-hmm. Um, help also, support us. Yeah, and you can also give us like a, a star rating. You can give yeah. us five stars. Ratings, on... reviews help yeah. tremendously. If you like a certain part of an episode, let us know and like a review. Yeah, you can tweet uh, us cool. at One Shot Movie Pod. 
on Twitter. Uh, you can DM us on Instagram at One Shot Movie Podcast Official. Follow us on TikTok, which is One Shot Movie Podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, Facebook, One Shot Movie Podcast. We have a whole page. Facebook page. Um, are there any social medias that I'm missing, John? I don't think so. All right. Um, and the discount code for the merch at OneShotMoviePodcast.com is going to be Vanilla. Uh, and that'll give you 15% off your order. Yeah, so definitely go check it out. Like we said, we have all new stuff that we just dropped about like a month and a half ago. Yeah, it's um, I, I I love it. These guys actually um, have been supporters of the merch since since have. the Our since they won. Drop. Honestly, um, unfortunately, they have the older style. We we replaced all that with the newer style. But I mean, they supported us when when we were small. Yeah, exactly. When we were just starting up, but. So. Like we said, that wraps it up, ties it with a bow. Thank you guys so much for for being here. I know, I know, uh, you guys have wanted to do this movie for a while. No, he has. This is like a (laughs) (laughs) wedding. Talking about Vanilla Sky for an hour and a half. That's his dream. It's fantastic. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, it was, it was great. It was good to Uh, see you guys again. And it was, it was actually really fun to have you guys on. Get back to the office, man. (laughs) (laughs) No, I'm not going back to work there. Thank you again. (laughs) (laughs) Well, John, take it away. Well, that's a wrap.